This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Hey guys, uh, this just in. I, I noticed I paused there, but we have a lot of this just in today. My, ni- my name is uh, Sexy James. I go by that now. I'm just kidding. This is James. And uh, I'm, I'm Dark Richard. <laughs> I'm uh, Furious Frankie. <laughs> Furious Frank. <laughs> oh no! I, I like the first. I like the first letter. Um, I'm uh, raging, Richard. There we go. <laughs> I don't even. If I did mine, it'd be like Jelly James or something. Cause I'm fatty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, this just in. He doesn't use a pillow when he dresses Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys are listening for the first time, please check us out at dorkcyclopedies.net. We have all of our cool things there. Everything cool. Everything ever cool ever made is there. Yes, that's pretty much right. Good job. <laughs> yeah. If you want to support us, go to Patreon. If you want to support us for free, go to Smash Bomb and give us a review so we know how we're doing because we really don't know how we're doing right now. I just kind of throw darts at the the podcast dart board wall and hope we did good. And hopefully Frankie dodges. <laughs> you didn't last time with the marshmallow gun. Got him right in the eye. <laughs> we wore safety goggles. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it at home, kids. <laughs> All right, so news. We got news, lots of news. Um, yeah, I don't even want to tell you what the theme is yet because we just have so much news. So Sony and Microsoft have both uh, come out and put their uh, their consoles on the table, so to speak. And, uh, I mean, Xbox isn't winning this hardware war, but it does have a really good idea. So let's start with Sony. Sony has uh, released the details for its... Uh, we say quote unquote PS5. We don't know if it's a code name or if it's the real name or if it's just a name. But yes, the PS5 details have come out. Not leaked. The, they just come out. So anyway, here you go. Here they are. So we have 8K resolution, which is completely unnecessary because there's not really many games that even use 8K. So there's that. My first. We, uh how much is this console going to be already off that factor? And then why? Why? Because second thing, am I really going to pay like $10,000 to get an AK TV? No, <laughs> not happening. I hope you have organs to sell because you're going to need them to buy this. I, I think you can get an AK TV for $6,000. <laughs> Does that change your mind? <laughs> Still not. Discount. <laughs> Four grand. Still not. All right. Uh, no, so before I tell you the rest, Sony has said it will be a, uh, they said, and I quote, a comfortable price for, comfortable. for, uh, for is the 350 their comfortable price? I don't because know because of the rest of the stuff that we have, uh, I believe 499 is, uh, is oh. the old comfortable price. Oh, that's the, oh, even worse. <laughs> this is probably why I don't have hey, one. You know how you have a Sony PS4, a PS3, a PS2, and a PS1? You sell all of those because you're going to need to sell all of them just to get the PS5. <laughs> there you go. Seeming like that. <laughs> um, it also comes with ray tracing technology, which I didn't even know what that was until a couple of days ago when I yeah, had I was to gonna look ask it you. up. So instead of using polygons, they now shoot light at objects to make their shapes i don't know it's some crazy technology this is some f- yeah, fucking it, science it, coding it, it allows um reflections and fluid hair and fluid cloaks and clothing and um you know everything that actually they use ray tracing so everybody's movies. gonna look like fabio if they want <laughs> probably an aquaman the video game. how fucking old are you for a fabio reference jesus 
<laughs> it's like the only thing I remember. Or like L'Oreal commercials for the flowing hair. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and it comes with SSD standard. So solid state drives are standard. Which hmm. and the dev kits that the people have that have been making them, uh, guy threw in more, uh, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man used to take what 15, 30 seconds to load their you know menus, screens, and all that stuff. Took 0.8 seconds. If only you could switch out your PS4 hard drive for an yeah. SSD. Oh wait, yes you can. You can. Uh, you can. They are very. Um, it's not proprietary, so to speak, but they're very specific on which which drives you need to put yeah, in. Yeah, you have to hack at it. And yeah. Stuff. So. Um, but with all that technology and the, the, I forgot the technology, the processor is top of the line, like top of the line. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, expensive. this isn't a commercial for yeah, Sony. No, it's going to be expensive. Um, <laughs> I want it. I, I fear that it's going to be way too much for me to ever get though. So, so let me Maybe ask you, let me ask you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How, how mad will you be if like this next system from Sony from the way it looks like they're going with this VR thing, what if that becomes like a mandatory thing? It's not going to be mandatory. They already said that. Um, they've beefed up their their power to do VR, but it's not going to be... I don't even think it'll be a thing. How, how could it be mandatory, VR? Well, well I mean, you Most say games that, don't even make sense on VR. You say that, and it, while it wasn't quote-unquote mandatory, the Xbox uh, came with the Kinect. And it failed. Yeah. Because because it was mandatory. <laughs> yeah, because in, in look at Nintendo, you're like, oh, the Wii saved Nintendo. Like they were on the verge of going out of business like Sega before the Wii. And yet motion controls like aren't that big of a thing. They're I mean, they're still there, but yeah. they're just not a big thing because it's a gimmick and gimmicks don't last. It's and yeah, Nintendo comes out and goes, Here's motion controls, here's you know, this portability and stuff. And you're like, I just want fucking Zelda. Now, I don't think VR is going anywhere. VR is not going to go anywhere. And if and if it makes you mad that you will need VR for some version of Mario or some version of Zelda or something, you know, yeah, okay, then you can be mad. I don't care. I don't think it's going to require it. But when you have games like Beat Saber, VR is going nowhere because Beat Saber is yeah. fucking awesome. It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Xbox has announced a different type they 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 went a different direction and instead of you know throwing all this big beefy hardware and stuff they've taken their same xbox one s and removed the disc tray so it is it is now a discless xbox one s complete flop i'm calling it, it. I, I think it probably will be um it comes standard with a one terabyte hard drive which yeah. used to be good so wait it's so now you we're we're under this impression that this next console from Xbox is supposed to be the competitor. This, I, no, I, no, it's not the next console. It is a, another console. This oh. is just another form factor. But they just announced at the exact same time. Yeah. As Sony. So do theirs. we do we know it's a console or do we know it could Wait, be potentially a, por- a portable? Because I know I, Xbox a while back. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is this is uh, this is just a confusion of what it is. This is. Um, this is not a new console at all. At all in it's any way. just an Xbox One S. Where they and the there's no questions as to what this is. This is literally going to be in stores like soon, like in a it, couple weeks or something. It comes out in May. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it's just literally like, ah, yeah, we're, we just took the tray out. It's like, you know <laughs> so how you could buy a console with a larger hard drive or a smaller hard drive? This is going to be a one terabyte hard drive, which is actually the same as the Xbox S or what something. Um, X-Bone. The... 
the problem with this and why it's going to fail is not that it's not a good idea because actually I bought Injustice 2 and a PlayStation and I was like, I want it right now. So I'm just going to buy in digital format. Yeah. I don't like doing it. I like having the discs because I can sell, trade them in, whatever. But um, if I could save money, I will always choose digital because the only thing that that like excess money is like, say if it's $59 for a new game, if I could get it for $49 and it was digital, basically that's what GameStop will like give me if I trade it in anyways, yeah. it's 10 bucks. <laughs> so I just don't have to trade it in. I get to keep it forever. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Um, the problem is, is that the MSRP of this new discless Xbox um, one is going is the fact that it's going to be at 249 and the MSRP at 249 is the same price as the unofficial price in any store. Like you go to Target, Walmart, anything, the price right now, if if you go there and buy an Xbox, is 250 I, I so, agree, but I did read one stat that they said about that. Okay. They said no matter where you go, which uh, retailer you're going to buy it at, um, it should always be $50 less than the standard Xbox. So if the Xbox were to go on sale... The Xbox One S discless is going to be fifty dollars. The Xbox isn't on sale right now, though, but it still goes for two fifty. Yeah, so that means it should be going down to two hundred if you bought it at Walmart. On, I I doubt that the discless one is going to be on Amazon day one for two hundred. Yeah, I don't I don't think it is. <laughs> so I mean, but that's that's a fair point because they save the cost of the disc. It's fifty bucks cheaper. Okay, uh, I again I agree with that. Like. I will I will always save money if I don't need a disc. But here's the other thing is it it didn't it, it, it didn't get smaller. It's the same size. <laughs> it's the same size. Well, I mean cuz this the same argument um where you're coming from uh I believe is is true because the Wii came out with a discless version. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, that's why because it flopped pretty hard. Yeah. It flopped real hard because not many people really got a Wii to download virtuality games or like the this is like games. this is like an experiment to see how much appetite there is for it so that they can make the decision because actually they wanted to go discless on the Xbox one originally they wanted to, they wanted it to yeah. be that you bought a, a box and inside the box was a code and that code was the digital download yeah, yeah. but then people were saying like well people in the military who actually are big consumers of consoles yep would not be able to necessarily download the games depending on their internet, depending on where, they're at, where yeah, they are. That's definitely going to be an issue for them specifically. Um, I didn't get the name Jelly James because I like buying a physical disc. I like all my stuff digital because I'm lazy and I like to be able to switch yeah. my games. But it's just a you know it's just a comfort thing. I don't think it's going to do amazing. I think it's going to probably sell you know a few. Some people are going to want it. It's not going to be a big thing. This is the last, um, the last Xbox I believe before they announce whatever's next. I I agree with that, and even more so, I think this is the last Xbox before Nintendo and Xbox become one. I would not be surprised by that. I wouldn't either. Yeah, they're gonna have babies, and they're gonna be like Nintendo. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, like the thought of that kind of just blows my mind because there's so like there's so many things because <sighs> rare could actually be rare again yeah. 
Well, okay, so now that we've talked and argued about the Xbox, they did announce something else with it that follows suit right when it comes out. The Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So Xbox has their Game Pass. It's something the same thing that Sony does, their uh, PlayStation Plus. Yep. You get free games, you get all the stuff. But Game Pass Ultimate lets you get free games of games that have come out day one. So uh, Crisis 3, you can play that day one with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And that's the ultimate. Because they already had a Game Pass, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a bunch of... I think they listed 10 or 12 games, if I remember correctly, that are uh, going to be day one Xbox Game Pass Ultimate games when they come out. And what's the price per month for that? Uh, I don't know. I actually have to look that oh, up. I, I didn't care. I don't like Xbox, so... <laughs> so i didn't i didn't have that information i'm bad at this um have <clears throat> 15 a month a month sold now that is a good reason for a dis a disc discless xbox yeah yeah so that those two things combined could actually help see here. now i see what they're doing now now it's all making sense because before this last E3, they got a bunch of indie game developers. Boom! Another reason to have the discless tray, yeah. so that way you can have like it's a it's a console dedicated to the people who like the indie developers or the download. Yeah, it it is definitely true that it is hard for um, indie developers to get into stores, into Xbox stores. For, let's just put that out there. Well, into yeah. Xbox, because PlayStation will put shovelware out there for. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't mean digital stores. It's easy for indie developers. Oh, okay, to get, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about GameStop. I'm talking about brick Walmart, and mortar right. stores. Yeah. So if you figure that a lot of the best cool new content, at least in terms of like short games, you yeah. know, not not blockbusters, but but probably what most people spend a lot of their time on is these indie games now because of mobile games and whatnot. Um, it just I love indie games. I do. I love World them. of Goo. You know, oh, Limbo. Man. Like all these games were awesome. Yeah, Alan Wake. I think that you maybe is it indie? I don't remember if it's indie. I thought it was a big, big mainstream. I think game. it was a big deal, but maybe it was a big deal because it was indie. I don't remember. Anyway, speaking of uh, AAA titles that are blockbuster day one, OMC. Oh. I am so excited about this. <laughs> OMC. Oh, did you say, Oh my Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew what I was saying. Yeah, I did. I got it. Uh, Frankie? What's up? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, buddy. Oh, yeah. I definitely was so excited when I uh, saw the picture. We are, all three of us are big fans of Ultimate Alliance. It's yeah. just, it was an awesome game. Uh, when it got a date, I was so happy. I was like, it's not going to be the end of the year. The like, date is soon. It's soon, yeah. It's July 19th, and it's called uh, Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. So, um... You guys familiar with, with the Black Order concept? I am not. I just know it's coming soon, and I'll probably... The funny thing is, you're already very familiar with the characters. I wouldn't doubt it. It's because uh, the um, companions to Thanos are the Black Order. Oh, okay. So like his uh, Thanos' his children, whatever he called them. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In, in at least in the MCU. Yep. The guy that can uh, that that put Doctor Strange up in those shards of in in the reality in I the guess? comics, the Black Order are equivalent to Thanos in power. Okay. That's without not, the without the fist, that's not scary at all. But in wow. the movies, they didn't want... I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I just want to finish off describing what they are. Right. So in the movies, they just didn't want... Well, I cut Frankie off, so... Um, in the movies, they didn't want... Um, they didn't want the Black Order to seem as scary as they should be. 
because they didn't want Thanos to seem like less of a threat. Well, yeah, and they didn't want the the, the Black Order going, why do we listen to this fucking guy? We can just take yeah. him out. But Frankie? Um, I noticed off of just the picture, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It could mean that they're just not on the cover. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Netflix, uh, we're missing a, a few of the Netflix heroes. Are, it's funny that you call them Netflix heroes now. <laughs> I mean, they are Marvel are, heroes, but Marvel heroes, Luke but Cage. Mi- and... But yeah, I don't see Luke Cage, and I don't see uh, Iron Fist. But I do see Daredevil. Daredevil is on there. I think Daredevil has been standard in every uh, Ultimate Alliance. He's just so much easier to to make as a character in a fighting game like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, you just take the Spider Man engine and then just switch it out instead of webbing. You choose his like bat. Uh, I don't know his grappling retractable. Daredevil pole, Billy Club. I think they call it retractable <laughs> Billy Club. But uh, I'm interested to. I always the, the biggest thing about Ultimate Alliance was the the characters, like the massive amount of mm-hmm. different heroes you could team up for odd reason. Like, who really would have Namor and Man Thing like team up together? Why? Why not? <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, Ultimate Alliance has always been fun. And if they're putting it on the Switch, which I forgot to tell you, that is a Switch exclusive. You've said it like four episodes now. Yeah, but it's not a timed exclusive like Borderlands is. It is a Switch exclusive. You can only get it there. Well, for now. Yeah. I think Nintendo's going to want to hold on to that. We'll see. Um, But yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, So speaking of things, all things Marvel and Disney... Uh, Disney likes to mess with us. So when we did filmed our show last Wednesday, there wasn't really any big news. And then the very next day, Thursday, is when Disney Plus announced everything they're going to be doing. And I effectively shatter brick. Fucking God. <laughs> now, I know I'm still going to argue with Rich about all these shows. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to cut him down to size, guys. <laughs> Just be ready for it. Be ready. Okay. So we have the release date, the price... And the first things that you'll see on Disney Plus. So Disney Plus goes live November twelfth. It's going to be six dollars and ninety nine cents a month. So not cheaper bad, than Netflix, bad. cheaper than Hulu. I guess if you get the non uh, advertisement free pack. Yeah, know. and uh, it will include Captain Marvel Day One, uh, the Signature Collection, which I think this is a new thing they made up. I don't know because it used to be called the Vault, but there's no mention of the Vault. Uh, the signature collection includes Snow White, Beauty and the Beast, Pinocchio, Bambi, Lion King, Lady and the Tramp, Peter Pan, The Little Mermaid, and Cinderella. There's only eight titles in that so far. Uh, it has every Pixar title ever. Okay. All the Pixar shorts. Nice. Um, a new Marvel series, including Scarlet Witch and Vision. Another uh, Marvel series, including Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then another new one, including Loki. All with their original actors, I supp- I think. I know Loki's uh, for sure. Fangy said, uh, confirmed that the actors are so excited. So, and th- he's saying they're so excited that... Uh, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's like, man, again? That, that they all were willing to sign on to do these series. Yeah, so all the actors are coming back. They're not gonna he calls it a first up. for movie stars to be willing to do... To do TV? Yeah. Well, quote unquote TV? Yeah. Um, they're not this- calling it TV. They're called streaming. Yeah. I mean that this really interests me. Uh, but keep going because I have more comments. I'm sure. Yeah, right. and and then there were even right there. I would have been like, okay, we got a pretty good library going. This is pretty good. And then they went, oh yeah, all the Star Wars movies. Oh Jesus! All of them, including I think the Clone Wars and uh, you know all the animated stuff like that. 
The Mandalorian is coming, a new Star Wars uh, series about the Mandalorians. And then in a weird turn of events, all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Because Fox. Yeah, they own Fox because now. Because Fox, yeah. And the uh, the Simpsons actually did a hilarious yeah, promo did. trailer for the fact that they're going to be on Disney Plus now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Just, and that's and I took some stuff out that I didn't think was that important. So go look at the lineup. There's there's even more. More like okay. shorts so, and stuff. So this is what I want to point out. Um, I am willing to pay a, a Netflix fee. And I don't complain. And I kind of like make fun of, I kind of do make, and I kind of judge people who complain about Netflix fee because I think it's cheap. It is. But just don't go to McDonald's one day and you can afford it for the rest of the month. Yeah. So um, maybe Wendy's, maybe not McDonald's, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I counted a total of four new shows, just four, only four. Everything else you've seen before. And if you're not James, (laughs) <laughs> and you don't just rewatch movies over and over and over again because most of us don't have time to watch all the new. And in fact, James doesn't either. I, James does not have time to watch all the new shows, <laughs> but yet he will waste time watching something he's already watched instead of watching something new. So that I'm in, the, I'm the person who ends up talking about the thing because I actually made time to watch it. James, did you watch The Mandalorian? No, I was watching Hercules. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. This is this is the problem. So there's four new shows. Which means I am willing to pay for Disney Plus for four months and then cancel it. Well, and again, I think in those four months they'll probably announce at least one more new show. If they're if they're copying Netflix, I think Netflix has set the standard that because people enjoy binge watching, you should release the entire season all at once. Number one. Number two, you should release a new show every month and not have seasons. Because seasons refer in the past referred to the fall season or the summer yeah. season or whatever, right? But now um, a season refers to the entirety of an episode of a of a TV show mm-hmm. for one one chapter, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what you I've mean. noticed like they started calling it part one, part yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina now calls them part one and part two. Because the season doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. It, uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which is another thing that's amazing, guys. I need to watch that. Watch. It's so um, good. They call that an anthology, so they didn't call it a series. Yeah. It's just the the anthology. Here's a, here's an interesting that we didn't talk about that show, um, but an interesting thing about that that really riled people up is that everybody saw it in a different order. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So the first episode I saw was of where these people fought in arenas where they um, controlled the, these giant monsters in a pit. And that was the, my first episode. So when you go to watch it, I'm curious if that's your first episode, because a lot of people say that they, they were accusing Netflix of, of trying to predict whether you're like a sexist person. So you need to see lots of sex and gore to get you interested in the series or if you liked more like emotional scenes or if you liked more this or that. And Netflix says no. Netflix says they just randomized the episodes so that they could see who continued watching the next episodes. So they could try to understand in the future what episode 
should they put the, as the first episode the most? So I don't know if it makes a difference, but okay. on my Netflix app right now, yeah. which is linked to my account, yeah. the first episode is Sunny's Edge, which is in the underground world of beastie fights. Sunny is unbeatable as long as she keeps her edge. So that was also mine. Okay. And it may be regional, and it, but I don't know. But people are riled up about it because they're, they're accusing Netflix of saying, if you are like favor, maybe if you favor LGBTQ um, issues, then you might get certain, certain episodes first. If you like sex, you might get certain episodes first. If you like just, you know, kind of high level philosophy ideas, you might get those episodes first. And they said that basically Netflix was like making a judgment as to what kind of person you are based off, (laughs) (laughs) which is a little dramatic, but, uh, yeah. So it's an amazing anthology, which James, doesn't have time to watch because he's too I'm busy watching. Watch I'm trying to con- well, I'm trying to convince uh, Fabi to watch it. She's like, it looks okay. I hope Disney Plus is. Cat you know, watched all of it like real quick. Like she didn't have any interest, and then she watched like an episode. <laughs> and she's like, I want to watch all of it. That's what I do to her though. She's like, I have no interest in watching Travelers, and I showed her one episode after I sat down and watched it myself. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, We have to watch the show. I'm like, See, I knew it. Cat's watching that all the time now. <laughs> yep. All right, so in keeping in line with Disney stuff coming out, um, also to shit bricks, metaphorically and physically, the Star Wars trailer came out, and holy shit. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. There, what? I'm kind of going off of the rule. I, I want to, this time around, I want to watch no trailer and see see it completely uneducated on anything about it you're not gonna make it that far because we have to talk about it on the show we literally i mean we literally like i mean james is gonna be upset because i'm gonna be talking about the end game um five minutes leaked footage later on i'm so not gonna be upset it's I, mean, I i was i was you know what's funny is i talk about how much i hate spoilers and love spoilers at the same time yeah. and i'm so confused and when game of thrones came out i went and wait just wait on. just real quick guys do not do not quit this episode um if I talk about the leaked tra- leaked footage, I'm not going to talk about it to the very end, so you can listen yeah. safely. It's safe, guys. We're gonna put it at the end. Calm Don't down. <laughs> All right. But unfortunately, Frank, I do have to talk about three specific parts. Oh no, no, it's, it's great. See, you, like I'll listen, like to your guys, but that's the funny part is I'm hearing. I have no idea yeah. what it actually looks like, though. So the three big parts I think everybody's talking about in this trailer. So it's right. it starts off with Ray in the desert. And a, what is that, an A-Wing? I think it was an A-Wing. I oh, what kind you of know, I didn't even look at the Rebel ship that they had. It was probably an Presumably Kylo Ren because of the gloves. We don't know. It could just be some person driving the ship. Yeah. And it comes flying down the desert. Whoa, 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 wait. Are you talking about the Imperial uh, fighter? Because the, the ship that she jumps over is the Imperial fighter. That, that, that's what I'm that's not about. a That was not a, a rebel I, I just, ship. I don't remember okay. if it was an A-wing or X-wing or whatever they called it. A TIE fighter, that's what I was trying to think of. My bad. Uh, did you know TIE stands for something too? Twin ion engine. Didn't know that. Uh, well, I do now, but. Um, <laughs> okay. So the, the fighter comes flying at Ray, who is standing there. In it's very dramatic. With a lightsaber. And she literally jumps over the ship. Yeah. And presumably cuts it in half we don't see the rest of it yeah you just it gets cut off right there so that was the first part where it's like holy shit she just jumped over a ship what the second part that people freaked out about was the millennium falcon is back obviously it has to be in almost every single one of them yeah and who is piloting the ship who do you think would be piloting the ship frankie 
Lando. Lando's <laughs> fucking back. Yep. Lando is back, sitting right next to his buddy uh, Chewie. I, I guess Buddy, because that one I was watched... ruined uh, by me because of the meme. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, "I'm gonna get my ship back over my dead body," and he's just like, "Ha ha ha ha!" <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's, but it's funny. Um, I want to say Buddy Chewie, but from when I when I watched Solo, they weren't really friends. So I no, they're not. They're I, not really friends. I don't know what happens in between if they are, and then. The biggest part. After everything's done, they showed a bunch of other cool stuff like Death Star pieces and blah 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 blah. But it cuts to black, and it says the name of the trailer, the, the movie, the trailer. Wow, the name of the movie, The yep. Rise of Skywalker. Which something else I wanted to talk about with that, Rise of Skywalker. Everything goes silent, and then you hear a laugh, and it's one hundred percent confirmed that is the Emperor's laugh. Emperor Palpatine is not dead. He. They even brought the actor on stage. Yeah. He was like, I'm not dead, guys. <laughs> so when I first watched the trailer the first time, I was like, holy shit. This this is the only thing they could do to fix the series. This is it. Uh-huh. They need to they need at the end of this movie, they need to reset the universe as much as possible back to the way that everybody imagined Star Wars to be. Get rid of most of the last two movies. And just make it so that they can tell more stories in this universe where Palpatine's the bad guy and everyone's kind of afraid of him. And he's like, he's bringing the Empire back and the Rebels still fighting against the Empire. That's it. Anything else. And it's going to continue to be garbage because I, after the last movie, if I never saw another Star Wars movie again. Well, actually, wait, it was the last movie uh, solo. Well, the most recent one. Yeah. I actually like that one, but <laughs> uh, Star Wars eight. Uh, so that would be the the Last Jedi. Yeah. So that one, I I didn't need to see anymore. That, yeah. that movie was garbage. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people saying that Force Awakens was just uh, Episode four redone, and then there was a lot of people said that Jedi, uh, the Last Jedi was just it wasn't good. It just wasn't good uh, because there's pieces of it I liked, but I will agree with most of the fam. Fan base that it wasn't the best. Frankie, have you thought about it? Unleash fast. I just think that the the whole idea of Emperor Palpatine, I don't think that's going to revive it. That just makes me go, why? What do you mean, why? Like, why why are we bringing back the same old hero or the same (laughs) or same old uh, villain? Why? Because like I actually thought like Snoke, like they're like that whole thing. I was. Pretty convinced, like, yeah, no, that that fool's coming back, like Why? for sure. Uh, he did, yeah. Or so, <laughs> like you know. But apparently, like, uh, no, no. Okay, actually, you know what? Even more so. No, he's not. If Emperor Palpatine lived, what? Why is Snoke dead? Okay, so here's why Emperor Palpatine could have lived. He could create a kind of force a bubble around himself with the explosion. Snoke got his head fucking cut off. Yep. There's no coming back from that. Okay. You can't right. force your so, head back on. So here, I, I just, what, I, do, I what did you like about Snoke? What, what was what was the top three things that you liked about Snoke? He was ugly. No, I'm just kidding. He, it, he to me did kind of scream like uh, like a typical like boss like that like you know sits in the chair seems has that like dark grimace look apparently has that like the music like I got that whole feel like right. he was stupid. So powerful. this is this is the thing. Um, everything you just said, I don't know if you listened to yourself, Frankie, just now, but everything you just said made it sound like 
um, everything that was cool about Snoke was his visual appearance. Yeah. Because you didn't see him do or say anything, which is why they removed him from the movies. And it was not supposed to be a big deal. Basically, you barely saw him in the first movie. And then you didn't see him much more in the second movie. And then he was dead. He's nobody. He never was anything. And it's almost like the lack of them giving you anything about him made him seem more ominous and dark and scary. Yeah. But they never gave you anything about him. He has no personality. So, what, what's what's cool about his personality? So get rid of so, his, his so entire then, visual looks. So so then for me, then if we're going to go off that, yeah, um, the movies to me then are Kylo Ren and Rey. All the rest of the characters literally like have had zero part. To I like movie. Finn. Finn had some. Finn had minuscule. Yeah, very minuscule. Very, very minuscule. The rest of the characters, even Han Solo, all of them literally also little to any time on the screen. And then, Luke, uh, Luke himself, for for Christ's right. sakes, had little time too. I agree with that. And so, it felt like they were putting in in in, this, in in episode eight, the last shot. I felt like they were putting in their replacements at at the same time they were getting rid of them. So, for instance, Han Solo was going out in, uh, in episode eight. So they bring, I mean, they brought in Poe Dameron in the episode before. Yeah. But he was he was more like a I'm I'm Han Solo because I can fly ships and everything. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there was two theories I wanted to talk about. One I thought of myself, and then Kevin Smith vocalized. So I won't claim credit for okay. it because he vocalized it right. better. Uh, and the other one I just read. So first theory, not mine, uh, different one, was that Kylo Ren is Darth Plagueis, which would be cool because he's a crazy son of a bitch. So if you don't who's know, Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis is the one who uh, was studying Sith and all that other stuff and how to live past. Using the force, uh, can, uh, unlimited life, basically. Wait, wait. You're saying Kylo is? Yeah. I, I, that's one of the theories. That's that, dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. And then because 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 uh, this this is the thing is that Palpatine is the one, at least in the books, who was immortal. Yeah, and he could not be killed. Still Did you know that, Frankie? So. That's why it makes sense for Palpatine to come back, because this could be the merging of of the concepts from the books. Because in the books, Palpatine had hundreds of clones ready. I want Starkiller. <laughs> we we all want Starkiller, Frankie. We <laughs> or if you guys don't know who that is, it's just the Apprentice. But yes, Starkiller. Uh, the other theory, the one I thought about when I first um, saw the name of the, the movie. So the okay. rise of Skywalker, there was two. There was two things that people were thinking. It's either Rey, and we're learning about her her family in this movie. Yeah. Um. It's Ben, or Kylo Ren, because Ben is still technically half of a Skywalker. What do you mean he's half of a Skywalker? He's just a Skywalker. He is. I mean, one half. That's, he's solo in a Skywalker. I think yeah, he's a Skywalker. I think it's Ben. Me too. Or the better theory, and the one I like even more, the Last Jedi wasn't lying. The Last Jedi was the Last Jedi. So Luke Skywalker was the last Jedi. So they remake his religion and call the religion Skywalker. So then anybody who gets recruited into this organization is going to be a Skywalker? A Skywalker, yes. I'd go with that. I Hmm. think that is a cool theory. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That would, wow, that would, that'd kind of be a nice like hat off to the the series. Like like, it doesn't make me mad because it's just kind of like, 
Oh, the Skywalkers then, are now pretty much like their whole lineage is literally now the, the yeah. Jedi. And that's the other thing too is I've always, I mean, you're you're a Star Wars fan. I've always liked the Skywalkers myself. Oh yeah, Luke and, Luke was my favorite. And then when someone's like, "Are you a Jedi?" I'm like, no, I'm a fucking Skywalker. You're like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but I I do like the fact. Um, I like the idea where Ben becomes Ben again, like, you know, lose it. Like we would hope, I don't think it's going to happen, but we would hope just because Mm -hmm. Kylo is like, even as an evil character, I really like Kylo Ren. I never really, I, for any, no reason other than I just didn't like Ray. I didn't, her character is Uh just not something I could, I enjoy. I think they made her very unlikable. And I think that, um, I do think that he has been on a path where they could allow him to redeem himself. But there's other people saying that because if, each movie he's had a point of uh, redeeming yes, himself. Yes. And there's people saying that well, if if Kylo redeems himself and becomes Ben again, then Ray has to not. She has to go the other side. I was like, yeah. why? Which? Oh, I think she does. The last time, like last time we go? saw, she kind of showed that rebellious, like I'm a. What you guys say, I'm going to do what I want. She cuts a fucking Imperial fighter in half a year, supposedly. Who knows? We'll see. see. Christmas Um, time, right? Yeah? Yeah, Christmas. Oh, it says December, but I'm assuming it's going to be Christmas because all the other ones were. Um, The one last little piece that I didn't tell you that you saw. I got one more piece. The last little piece that I didn't tell you that was in there was Kylo Ren welding his mask back together. Yo. (laughs) That was pretty cool. I like that part. Uh, My only question now, simple. Are we considering Star Wars a Christmas movie now? Star Wars has always been a Christmas movie. It's been movie. a Christmas movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Except for the Star Wars Christmas movie, which is not one we talk about ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, we have one more bit of Star Wars news, and this is also just as big. Actually, it's bigger. It's bigger in, in, our, in our sense. I think for a lot of people's sense. Yeah. EA is trying to redeem themselves. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You got. I'm. I gotta hear this. I want this so, one. So the trailer for the Jedi Fallen Order has come out, and I don't even know what to say about it. It looks absolutely amazing and everything we wanted. And EA has come out and said this is going to be a single player game, no microtransactions, no multiplayer, no DLC or anything that we know of yet. It's going to be just the single player experience, and that's it. Do you make your own character? No. Because of the story. If yeah, this is a story game, okay. it doesn't make sense to make it. So the, the story is, it's called The Fallen Order because this, this game takes place right after Order 66 was given to kill all the Jedi. And you were one of the last few Jedi who was trying to not show himself as a Jedi. And in the trailer, they showed it was like, what, they mining, I think? They were mining something or they were putting a cable on something. And you know you know who the Jedi the Jedi is because you're playing as him, and they show him like welding or something, and the the cable snaps and his buddy falls off of the ship, like presumably to his death because if he if he hits the ground he's gonna die. Yeah. And um, you don't even see the ground. You don't even see the ground, and yeah. he's he's like no, and he reaches his hand out, and you're assuming right there he's using the Force yeah. because during that entire trailer he's like you have to follow three rules: don't stand out, don't reach. And, um, damn, I forget what the other one was now. I think it's just, you don't use the force. Yeah. Basically don't use the force. And it showed him trying to save his friend right there. And then the very next scene shows him like, uh, I fucked up. I've got to get out of here. Like it looks fucking awesome. So good. 
And they even showed like the lightsaber was like all beat up and it had like, you know, cloth hanging off of it and stuff. That's so awesome. fucking cool, dude. This sounds really cool. So, and then I saw the meme to go with it. It had, uh, it's, it said, had what I said. EA says this is a single player experience. No, nothing. And it had Mace Windu is like, if what if you're telling me is the truth, you have earned my trust. <laughs> <laughs> if. If. Yeah. Only if. Yeah. Only if. EA, you better deliver on this one. And it's going to come out. It's going to be a single player game. But to get the next chapter, buy this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DLC's day zero. If you want to use your lightsaber, <laughs> it's nine ninety nine. Oh my god! Um, Each force power is an extra six bucks. <laughs> um, okay, so Hulu was trying to stay relevant here, and trying as much as I was like, Hulu is pretty much gone in my eyes. This is, this pisses me off because this is this could be enough to bring. Why some does this people piss back. you off? This could be enough to bring some people back to Hulu. I still pay for Hulu. Um, so, I te- I have it for free thanks to Spotify. Yeah, oh, I need to fix that. I play the the good Spotify, so the good Spotify doesn't come with the free Hulu, which makes no sense. Um, the the regular Spotify comes with free Hulu, but if you play for the family plan, you don't get it. So if you're paying more, you don't get the free. That's stuff. not the good Spotify. That's the cheap Spotify. No, the family plan is so you can have three other people use your Spotify with it. How many? Mine was six, but I, okay. is it four times the cost? It's mine's fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, mine's fifteen ninety. You have three. I have six. Oh well, I just I only have three that I track. Oh. I mean, I might have three more to give out, but all right. Um. Anyways, Hulu is getting the Veronica Mars revival, and we've talked about that before. That it could be a thing. Well, it's Veronica Mars. The trailer. The trailer's out. You don't know. Who, do you not know what Veronica Mars is? I have it on DVD. Oh my All God. the seasons. You can... I don't think you need to know anything about the story. Just know that Kristen Bell is in it, and that's it. Uh, see, that's another, like, really, I don't know names of actors really well. <laughs> Kristen so, Bell is the the uh, lightning girl in Heroes Season 2. She's also the girl from Happy Place. She's also from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, huh. Yeah. She's a voice actress, actually, more probably more often than she's an actress. She but, is, because a, a lot of people say that her most famous role was Veronica Mars, but in my eyes, it was uh, Frozen. Yeah. So, yeah, though, even in Veronica Mars, she was a voice actress doing her own narration because <laughs> it's like this detective noir. So this is the thing. Ultimately, Veronica Mars is a de- detective noir show, but for a 17 year old girl whose best friend was murdered. So in the original seasons, there was a big murder each season. So there's three seasons and then there would be micro mysteries each episode then in the movie, which I kickstarted, um, they did a you know one big mystery for the for the whole two hour movie or whatever. Then in in the revival, which is season four, which is bringing back all the old favorites like Logan and Veronica, you know everybody, even though now they're like thirty eight or something, <laughs> they're uh, much, much older. Um, they are uh, they're going to have one murder mystery. In each episode, they're going to work through it. So oh. instead of a bunch of micro mysteries, yeah, it's just to be one big one. Yeah, and then uh, they said they are uh, they are open to another season, but only if the writing group comes together and writes something they like, because they're very cautious with this series. This is based somewhat off the Veronica Mars book. They really like this storyline, so it, it should be good. Yeah, imagine Detective Conan, but with no superpowers. <laughs> And it's not. If you love Veronica going. Mars, then your your group name is called a marshmallow. 
So Kristen Bell calls her legion of fans marshmallows. Just like Tom Hiddleston calls them the Hiddlestoners, or I don't think yeah. he calls them that, but they call them. I mean, like that. these people are hardcore, Frankie. Like, so I, you should at least watch an episode. You don't have to like it. The thing is, is it's older. Um, it's like you know, the thing is when when you show somebody Firefly, and James like now you love it, right? And they're like, eh, I don't care. Get out of my house. <laughs> you know, but but they're correct. They're correct. We're wrong. We're old. So it's. <laughs> These shows have a time and place. Like, you know, you try to give somebody Buffy season one and it looks like garbage. Honestly, it looks like garbage, but I still love it. And I still like rewatching Buffy, but it, you know, it looks like garbage. So, um, I still recommend watching an episode just so that you get a feeling why so many people are so excited about this yeah, show. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, if you are listening to the podcast right now, then, well, okay, let me, let me rephrase it. If you're listening to the podcast right now, and you own a Switch, and you own Smash Brothers, you're likely probably playing Joker right now because he came out today. And if not, you should be buying yes. a Smash Brothers so you can be playing Joker today. On top of that, uh, Smash Brothers' last game's biggest feature is returning today. The stage builder is back. Yes. <laughs> so now I can put up a whole wall of traps or make it so you can't fly off the edge or so you just get one pixel to stand on and then good luck. You know. uh, I, me- I remember the, uh, the, do you remember bash box that we created? Yeah. And- <laughs> bash box was great. I loved it. So what, what we need now is now that Joker's out, Nintendo, tell us one of the next four characters we're waiting on. We still have four left. Just, just comment on the podcast somewhere, wherever. If you've ever been at a party and instead of playing Smash Brothers, you're watching some dude building the, the stage. And he and he thought everybody was really enjoying giving him ideas as he like built the stage. And you're thinking in your head, uh, I just want to play. Can we just play a, a stock level? I don't want to play your like your weird level. I just want to play like right now. It's I don't want to watch you do anything else. It's weird because a lot of the um a, a lot of the um builders worked in super mario world so when you play the, the super mario i forgot what it's called but where you make your own levels in yeah, super mario yeah. that works really well in smash brothers i'm fine with like yeah cool you made a level but i'm still playing on final destination with nothing like what is it uh omega final destination i think is what it's called or whatever it is where there's just the platforms and there's nothing and yeah that's all i need so i that too i i don't think the stage builder is really for the people who just want to create wonky game modes for their friends because I don't think Stage Builder will ever be allowed to be used in competitive play. Oh, no, of course not. But the, I can imagine them having um, specialty tournaments where they say, hey, we've made this tournament to celebrate this thing and the prize is relative to the theme that, that you like put together. Does Stage Builder let you upload your levels to like a shared marketplace mm-hmm. where people can vote? Yep. Okay. Was yeah. it? I don't know if we... I, I don't know. Was. Because I, I know I, the, the Super Mario uh, like stage builder game, you could yeah, hundred percent. It, even, it even had stats on it of how many people have actually beat yeah. it, and there was like you know, so that's why I'm like I'm not sure if Smash did. You want to know how lazy I am, Rich? In the Super Mario World Builder yeah. one, my favorite levels were the ones that say "Don't touch your controller," and you just let the game push you along, and you just be like, oh, "I beat it, yay!" Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of that, Frankie. With Joker coming out today, um, some other stuff came with him. Um, Persona 3 and Persona 4 stuff came with it. There, there is, is no Joker without Batman. <laughs> 
not that joker <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah some other persona three and four characters have popped up not as playable characters but of you know like in the levels and in trophies and stuff so mm-hmm. cool that's dope that's dope. Here's news that no one cares about, but I wanted to bring up anyways. Space Jam 2 is struggling to get people to be stars due to their shoe contracts. So, if <laughs> if you're not aware, uh, Space Jam, the, the first movie, came about because of a Nike video short called, like, Hair Jam. Something like that. Hair is in Bunny Rabbit. So somebody like made this, maybe Nike paid for it, whatever, I don't know. And that's was that was the the original origin of Space Jam. So Space Jam has to be a Nike movie. Yes. But the problem is is Nike has lost the the uh, NBA. NBA that's the sports ball um thing, <laughs> yeah, yes, right? Yeah, okay. the sports ball. So there are very few Nike people anymore in the NBA. And so you can't get any name, and and their their shoe contracts will not allow them to be in a Nike movie. Or just bring back Michael Jordan. What do you need a new NBA player for? He actually still looks the same. Exactly. He's also a vampire. So. He's also a vampire. <laughs> uh, uh, they need to put Shaq. No, actually, Shaq isn't a I, Nike I just, person. I don't think. I don't, he's not. He's a doctor. Actually, did you know he has a doctorate? Shaq has a doctorate. He's, you know, he's actually Doctor Shaq or Doctor O'Neill. Who cares? He he runs the Chicken Shack. <laughs> Not the chicken shack, you know, big chicken. Big chicken, big chicken. And he's also a DJ. Man, that guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy knows it all. If you guys are in Vegas uh, for any reason, I think there might be one other one, and you get a chance to go try some food, and you're going to choose like a buffet, or you're going to a nice place at like the Paris Hotel or something. No, go to Big Chicken. Big Chicken. Because it's freaking amazing. Maryland Parkway. So wait, so he legitimately owns this place called Big, big chicken. chicken. Yeah. It's a chain, it's a franchise chain. Yeah. Fried chicken, like best fried chicken I've ever had. Yes, I don't know. Yes, um, it is amazing. We uh, we have people that go there once a week at work. Wow. Once a week, then we walk in, they know the order and everything, and he makes his own sauce, shack sauce, which is well, like, he doesn't make it. He, well, he doesn't make it. Maybe that'd be awesome. Initial. You go in there, he's cooking, <laughs> like, <laughs> stirring the pot. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> I used to play basketball. <laughs> I missed at free throws. <laughs> But yes, it is. It's really good. Uh, they even have um, the Coke Freestyle machines in there, and then right next to it, they have the upgraded version of soda. I don't even know what they're called anymore, but like their pull tabs, where it's like black cherry tarragon soda or pineapple cream. Soda. Oh wait, like do they have the Seven Eleven Shack own Shack sodas? Which is surprising. No, they don't. You would think that they did. <laughs> they probably don't have rights to it. Seven yeah. Eleven probably has rights to it. Um, along with other movies that don't need to be made. Minecraft is getting a movie. <laughs> and it's coming out in 2022. Uh, and that's all I need to say about that. Along with other movies that are being made that don't need to be made, Birds of Prey just finished wrapping production. DC? Wait, yeah. Wait, is this for DC Universe or is it actually a movie? DCU. I believe Margot Robbie is actually in it. Oh, wait. So not DC Universe. No, it is the DC Universe. So it's not going to be in theaters. No, it is going to be in... Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. It is in the DC Universe. It is not on the DC Universe app. Okay. It is a movie with Margot Robbie. And, I I mean... Wait, Margot Robbie... Harley Quinn. Who used to be Harley Quinn? Yeah. But she's not in Harley Quinn in the new reboot, right? No, she is. 
What? I, I think she is. I think. But the, it's a reboot. Yeah, but I think the only other per, the only person that wasn't coming back is Will Smith and Jared Leto. I hate Warner Brothers. <laughs> DC. Well, why is he even wrapping again. up? Why did they do this? It's it just finished production. Um, I don't know who they've chosen for you, you know Catwoman in uh, Poison Ivy, and neither do I care. I it's it's a DC movie, and yeah, okay. DC's like, what's that one movie with the girls and they do cool stuff? And they're like, uh, Birds of Prey? Teen Titans. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, somebody who really likes Birds of Prey said Birds of Prey. And yeah. by all means, to anybody out there that likes Birds of Prey, that's fine. You can enjoy it. I really hope that it becomes a good movie. I really hope that it is. But it's in the same... It's the same characters in the same universe as Suicide Squad, which... We all know it didn't do well. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's just... they. We don't even have... I mean, we have Justice League, but it's... I don't want it. <laughs> Here's Justice League. You can have it back. I, I, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, I don't want it. You gave us a Superman with a mustache. You know there's footage out there that exists, Rich, of Superman with a mustache. That's true. Because actually. he had yeah. to have it. Because he had a mustache, yeah. <laughs> Um, Frankie, how do you feel about microtransactions? Um, I literally left a game for it. <laughs> how do you feel about if Mortal Kombat had microtransactions? <sighs> I kind of saw this one coming. Uh, how do you feel about if my, uh, Mortal Kombat only had cosmetic microtransactions and that's it? Not bad. There you go. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat announced they're only having cosmetic microtransactions. Yeah, that's and like I guess Shao Kahn is technically a DLC character because you have to get him through pre-order. I don't know. Um, that'll that's that's probably how it usually goes. Yeah. Is they usually if you can't, um, they may not have them released right, right off away. the bat. Uh, it may take like a month or two, and then be like, or here you might have to beat the game to get him. That's way. what Mortal Kombat used to do with Shao Kahn. Yeah. Um, have you seen any of the the characters they've announced that have not been in the Mortal Kombat franchise yet? Have not been in. Um, no, There's, there is one character that I was looking at though. That... There is three now, I think. Yeah, there's three. So I forgot what his name was all of a sudden, but it's there's a Sandman guy like the Prince of Persia. He controls sand and he controls time, and that's his whole thing. Uh, what? The... I forgot what his name was. God. Um, while I talk about that, I can look it up. Uh, the second one was a plant monster lady whose name is Cetrion, who uses uh, like plant powers and uh, imagine like you know when Venusaur does solar flare. Yeah, she does that. Like she uses plant and sun powers, I guess. Interesting. And then um, the craziest one is. Uh, Johnny Johnny Cage's daughter. She was in she was in the last one. I don't, oh, I didn't remember. I'm bad. She was in the last one, and then uh, yeah, because the last Mortal Kombat had a lot of their kids. Oh, okay. Well, the Sand guy's name is uh, Jiris or Garris. I forget how to pronounce it. G E R A S. Jiris or Garris, and uh, he looks no. brutal. But Cetrion, the plant lady, looks absolutely overpowered she seemed like she could hit you from wherever you were standing she had ranged attack she had like melee like just if so you're standing she may, still she, you're gonna she, die she's probably gonna be a 
keep away character. Um, but that's the thing. You couldn't keep... She had other attacks that would come out of the ground and hold you or hit you in the back. Like yeah, so the whole thing is to rush her to get yeah, on top of her. Yeah, because she wants you to stay away from yeah. her. Yeah, okay, yeah. So your whole point is to just stay on top of her as much as you can. I don't know. I'm excited because all of these uh, characters that they've been releasing, like Jax and Shao Kahn, they just showed the trailer today. I, they all look awesome. Uh, all, the, all the characters that I've seen so far that I, why I really liked Mortal Kombat... Is obviously yes, ninjas, shinobis. I liked how they made, uh, they're bringing back making the shinobis and like all those people like very um, clan oriented, like very big to their clans and being very secretive, and then having their um, their way, like their outfits be kind of the normal ninja attire. One character specifically that I was looking forward to. Uh, I, I looked up a little bit about it. Eh? There's no confirmation with pictures or uh, anything other than a couple of Reddit uh, developers or people saying, oh, dev approved. Dev said yes, that it's happening. And that's Jade and Rain are going Jade to be Jade just there. came out last week. Okay, so then then this is a good promise that Rain, yeah, Rain might be coming. will be coming. There is one missing, and good friend of the show, Steph at Crack Brain, really wants him to come. And it's there's no sign of Reptile yet. Which then he'll probably be uh, Rain and Reptile. We because so, they're cause... usually, uh, last time Rain and Reptile were downloaded which, together. Which is weird because Noob Saibot's already been shown. Mm. And I remember it was Ermac rain reptile and noob saibot they were all the same type of shinobi shadow ninja thing stuff like that you know whatever you get it um because there's supposed to be like two scorpios right two scorpios and like two sub-zeros I th- well i think it's just one scorpion and one sub-zero but they're different they're very different than the ori- the, yeah. the old ones and then yeah. i think um the the story trailer that they showed was raiden is like a bad guy for a while yeah because he goes uh, crazy because, in like I said, like uh, if I'm rem- remembering, one of the Mortal Kombat's, like one of the last ones, um, Scorpion had to be the, the defender of Earth, which is not something we want because Scorpion's a little, yeah, a little, he's a little, he's a little he crazy. He's in hell. He's, he's, he's a little crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm excited though, and I'm yeah. hoping that we get the you know the rest of the stuff. With it, it's gonna come out right before we're doing our booth at Level Up. Yeah, of course it is. So we can't even play it. Well, maybe Damn. someone will have it there. I gotta leave the booth for a minute, Rich. I gotta go uh, to the bathroom. You've been gone for an hour. All right, Rich. Um, you are our board game expert. So Kingdom Rush Tower Defense. So uh, this is a very popular tower defense mobile app. Yes, it is. And it is uh, it is on Kickstarter right now. It as of this moment, as we are doing the podcast, it is pledged uh, four hundred thousand. It's two thousand fifty four percent of what they asked for. So it's pledged. It's it, yeah, it's hundred yeah. percent back. So <laughs> if if you back this, you will get a copy. the uh, The cost goes from either fifty nine dollars or seventy nine dollars. Uh, I you know I I backed the seventy nine dollar one, but. Uh, if you just want the core game and you just kind of want to get the extra unlocked stretch goals, then $59 gets you in. This this has a very, very interesting concept. First of all, it's multiplayer. And actually, after seeing how it works in the board game, I wish there was multiplayer defense in the app. Yeah. Like, I wish we could do what they do. Because basically, each of you get a get a hero and 
the map just gets kind of bigger and you control different defense points and you're both working together to kind of defend yeah, I your, wish, your core. I think that'd be cool. Uh, playing the, the app um, many times, I wish I was like, I need more people to manage this. Yeah, it'd be Help cool. Help me. <laughs> um, so there's 10 scenarios. Each scenario gets kind of more difficult, which say, which is like the game. Um, there's different heroes like the game. The the cool thing about it, what I what I haven't seen before, and I've, I've actually seen it, seen variations of it, but I haven't seen this. Um, it, you have the map, and the map is hexes, which you kind of build out based off the scenario. So like little squares, and so it'd be like a different forest or a desert or whatever. But then, depending on which tower you build, and as you upgrade them, you put these transparent, almost like or those things you did in uh, the teacher would use in elementary, like transparencies. Right, transparency, yeah. that, right, that they would use in a projector. So they've printed transparencies and you put the level one guard tower, boom, on top of the map. So that way you can see your color guard tower on top of the map. And then you choose to upgrade it or you choose to build another one. And so you can kind of see more of the towers get filled in. And that allows your you to kind of easily expand the map. And then along with that, they do a combat mechanic kind of similar to, to Tetris where... Um, different towers create different uh, kind of Tetris blocks and you have to kill the monsters which fill up squares kind of like uh, kind of like gaps when you were trying to get you know fill in the rows of four for Tetris or whatever it's really cool it's very interesting if you want a board game that's that looks different I mean I haven't played it but it looks different and it looks cool the one thing I will question or will kind of caution people it looks like you're going to have a lot of pieces. And I think putting away the game. And it's going to be a Gloomhaven thing. Yeah, you're going to have to really, you know, get lots of little Ziploc bags or something to organize this game because yeah. otherwise it's going to be a huge mess. And it does look like, like it, it. it does look like it's, it's easy to learn, but yeah. it also looks like there is a lot of instruction to learn before you start. It, it looks like they have captured that challenge of you see the the monsters move forward and you're trying to overlap these damages from your towers to, to fill in all the gaps before they've passed your tower, mm -hmm. including your guard towers create little meeples and they slow down the assault. So I, it looks, it looks like the best um, conversion of a tower defense game, which I love. I love tower defense yeah. games. I've always loved tower game. defense. Yeah. There honestly, I, I, uh, I, I'm kind of sad that there's not more. The, the two formats I like for mobile the most are tower defense and puzzle based, like uh, puzzle quest. And yeah. uh, my current game, Gems of War. Uh, I'm playing a lot of AFK Arena right now. I don't know how I got started on this one, but I, I did. And I Where it, it just fights through without you playing? Well, you go in and you can, you know, you get to play the game, yeah. but you also earn stuff if you're not playing. Yeah. Kind of the point too is to not play at some points, which is weird. Um, <laughs> So we have another Dr. Doolittle movie. I'm going to try that again. We have another Dr. Doolittle movie coming called The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle, Frankie. And I know you haven't seen this yet because you don't know who the actor is for it. And you might be surprised. Robert Downey Jr. is going to play the Doolittle. Now, now when you were growing up, Frankie, did you read lots of Dr. Doolittle books? No, I actually only knew about him from the movies. From Eddie Murphy. Yep, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he was an okay Doctor Doolittle, but the books were amazing. 
I th- I think this is that was one of the rare trilogies because there was three of them. One of the rare trilogies that actually got better as it went on. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, well, maybe not as excited. Step down from Iron Man to do another movie, but I mean, it's Robert Downey Jr. You can't it's, it's another movie. It's just be it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And it's and it's Doctor Doolittle. I mean, I've always liked Doctor Doolittle movies, and yeah, it's the same thing. Doctor Doolittle and... is a little arrogant. He's uh, he's kind of like Willy Wonka, meaning that like he's traveled the world collecting animals because he can talk to them, and the animals are like weird, not normal animals. I'm glad you said that because that's foreshadowing into our topic later. All right, <laughs> um, Frank, you're not as old as Rich and I, so you might not be as excited about this as we are. Or if Rich even is excited, but they're making a Mighty Mouse movie. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Mouse was cool when my sister was born. Is your sister older than you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, when <laughs> I, I will tell you, Mighty Mouse was not cool even when I was a kid. <laughs> he was. He was just like this old cartoon. Is he a Japanese cartoon? I don't know. He's like a knockoff of Superman. It's kind of funny in the way that like Spider-Ham is kind of funny as a knockoff of Spider-Man, except um, except Spider-Ham is done kind of well and there's lots of puns <laughs> because it's from Marvel. So yeah. they can just reuse, you know, Duck to Doom, yeah. which is great. He's a duck with uh, do- uh, um, Dr. Doom's mask, Duck to Doom. So much I better did, than Ma- yeah. Mighty Mouse. Uh I'm excited to see it. I mean, there's probably people that don't care about it, but if they said Ryan Reynolds was going to voice it, they'd be like, I'm going to go <laughs> I'm see gonna it. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> what if Paul Rudd voiced it? I'm Even sorry. better. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think then you don't would... get to see his beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would put himself down that far. <laughs> we... Yeah, Ryan Reynolds has a face that's made for radio. So that's no, I'm just kidding. Ryan Reynolds, you're a handsome guy. Yes, like, uh, it's, we're just taking your quotes from Deadpool. That's all. <laughs> you look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. <laughs> awesome. Um, God of War's um, anniversary was this week, mm-hmm. so its first game came out. Uh, they released a pretty cool uh, PS4 theme for it. A whole new one, you know, had other stuff. And it was called Ragnarok. And then when people downloaded this theme and they looked at it, they're like, it's a pretty cool theme. I don't remember seeing any of this shit, though. And people are like, wait a minute. I don't remember seeing any of this shit. Is this another game coming? Yeah. Ragnarok God of War might be coming. So Ragnarok God of War 5 or whatever is over there um, is, is Norse themed spoiler sorry guys if you yeah the, the god game, of war like game that old. came out recently is norse themed yeah so that's kind of cool that they kept going with it it, yeah. it deserves like i don't know I, I get tired of them just like every single game has to be another new like now it's native american now it's aztec like no you know what just the, keep them there the norse have a lot of stuff they could yeah. do and i don't even think i played through most of god of war i don't think i beat it but i don't remember seeing frost giants or anything in there did you get to fight the giant squirrel eventually? A Ratataskar? Ratataskar. I think it was Ratataskar. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a really weird spelling. Yeah. I only know that because of Smite. Uh, I, yeah, I, I play that now again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's another MOBA for you to get banned from. <laughs> 
So that's I, cool. That's that's cool. A little bit of Easter egg, like not really. I mean, it's an intentional, right? They do it's it on intentional, purpose. But yeah. there's also it could just be a, a theme. And I like very no, passive advertising like that. I, I like when they throw some stuff out there, and you're like, "Was that? Did I wait? No." And then it, you know. <laughs> um, and then the last bit of news um, is some unfortunate one. Uh, Kazuhiko Kato. Otherwise known as Monkey Punch, the um, creator of Lupin the Third, which is a great anime series, uh, passed away yesterday from pneumonia at the age of 81. I only knew him as Kazuhiko Kato, uh, not as punk- Monkey Punch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of it as Monkey Punch. But okay, but they, I, said, I, they said that's what he was known as. Yeah. So, um, But I do like Lupin the Third. Um, it's one of the very rare series in that in that style in that format that I actually loved, because I'm like a you know superpowers sure. and all this other and this was just three dudes that are just good at things like one's a good thief one's good at shooting they're not superpowers though they're just good at doing stuff and uh, it it was always entertaining it was on uh, Adult Swim a lot yeah it was it it is sad um, oh. what happened. I think we lost Rich. He's he's gone, guys. Oh no. Okay. Okay. So um, it, it's sad, but I mean, at eighty-one, that's a good life. That's a pretty good span. Yeah. And you know, he even in in passing, he's he made Lupin the Third, which is I still think and it's going to go on for a while. He's uh, he's going to be immortalized for decades. Yeah. Or you know, maybe centuries. Who if knows? we're going to do like a you know a, a really terrible Netflix live action series, I think Lupin the Third could be one that breaks through and is actually good. As opposed to the you know travesties we've had on Netflix before, <laughs> but they're so good. <laughs> All right, so I know I didn't tell you our topic yet. If you're uh, still listening, um, our topic was critics versus fans. Yep. So I've seen a lot of stuff recently, um, especially with Captain Marvel, um, where some people didn't like it and some other people did. And those people that did or did not are professionals that are paid to tell us that they did or did not. And I wanted to bring up several cases um, for a reason, several cases at which critics said it was a good movie or a bad movie, and to point out the fact that don't take somebody's word for it. No. Go see it yourself. Can, can we just talk about a moment about what a critic's job is? Because crit- they have a job. They get yeah. paid for this. A critic should break down a movie yep. and tell you um, exactly what they like and what they didn't like about it. I, I think... Um, I think it's beyond what they liked or didn't like. I think the key is to break it down. Yes. Now, they break it down in a way that should, just just that right there, like right there where they cut off there, they break it down, and that should be enough for you to decide, should you watch this or wait for it to come to Netflix? Then they give their opinion. And if you often agree with their opinion... That doubles your your understanding. But honestly, like you can read the review. You, now you you read the review and you see that they've given it a one out of ten, and you read the review and at the end of the review you're like, I have to see this movie. Yeah. Because they broke it down successfully. That means they're a good critic. Yes. And you watch it and you gave it a nine out of ten. They're a good critic because they gave you enough information without spoiling it to make you want to watch this movie. Yes. On the other hand, if you read the review and you're like, I got to see this movie, 
and you watch the movie and then you give a one out of 10, you're like, I wish I hadn't spent my money on that. Then they're a bad critic. It's not on that, the list. That's their success or failure. Like they should help you watch the movies that are good for you. Yes. And there should be, if you, if you follow this, there should be critics that you follow that yeah. you, that you trust. And one of those is a lot is Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is a big one because they take critic scores and they take an audience score. And they put them together and they tell you if you should watch it or not. They call themselves a a review aggregator, right? Yeah. Um, A lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about, I've pulled from um, Metacritic and from Rotten Tomatoes. So the Metacritic data and the audience score. And Frankie, you haven't seen any of these yet, I don't think. And so it's going to be entertaining to to see how you react to them too. But we're going to start off first. You're saying he hasn't seen any of these movies because they're old? No, no, no. They've seen the movies. He hasn't seen um, what the critics have said about them. All right. So... So, so let's ask Frankie's rating before we tell yes. him the rating. Yes, that's all right. Good. All right. Uh, well, should we tell? Well, yeah. So these are movies that critics hated. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't even tell him that. No, the, no, you have to tell him. You have to tell him. earmuffs, Frankie. <laughs> all right, everyone at home. These are movies that that critics hated, but Frankie doesn't know they're movies that critics hated. Okay, <laughs> right, Frankie. Right, Frankie, you didn't hear that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll start off with the first one. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. What the fuck? What's what your rating? You, what's your rating on that? Uh, ten out of ten. <laughs> All right, that's a little that's a little dramatic. <laughs> Ace Ventura was a pretty good movie. It was so good. Uh, I, love I, that movie. I think I would fall in line with the audience score here. The audience gave it an eight point two. Okay, out of, out of ten. Fair yeah, enough. I depending on the time of day, week, anything, <laughs> yeah. I might give it a nine. I, I would never give it a ten. Uh, there's movies like uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. I would give it a ten. Enter the Spider Verse. I would give it. I would give Spider Verse <laughs> a ten. Yeah, Ace Ventura. I'd easily give it a nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. So the audience score is eight point two. I don't know why they did this, but the audience score eight point two is out of ten. The meta score, which because well, it's a it's a aggregate. Some people yeah. gave it nines and. Well, the meta score is out of a hundred though. Which I guess yeah, I just still yeah, say yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. But the the meta score was thirty seven. So the critics give it a 37 out of 100. Uh, did they watch the movie? <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Um, do you think Ace Ventura should have won awards? Do you think it had the most emotional scene that left? <laughs> no. No, and that's why, that's why it got a, a low critic score, right? Because yeah. it, ultimately, it is a bad movie that's hilarious. <laughs> it's so hilarious. And it's not a, it's not a movie that tried to be good and is so... So bad at being good that it just became no. It's legitimately trying to be what it is. Yeah, and it's a popcorn movie, yeah. and it's great at it. Yeah, but I, I think I think if you're a critic and you gave if you gave Ace Ventura a nine out of ten, people would be like, "Oh, is it going to win awards?" No, it's not going to win any awards. This is probably why I couldn't be a critic because I'd be like, "Everything was good except for Mortal Engines. Don't go watch that." Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I did review on like I said I reviewed on a Smash Bomb and gave it a two and uh, okay so this next yeah. movie was made before I was born. Also, this next movie um, I've heard a lot of people say uh, you can tell a lot about a person by they where they recognize Tim Curry from. That's true. And this is one of those movies. So Frankie, Clue. Have you seen the movie Clue? A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it is a pretty old movie. It's um, really old. I do remember it because especially since you said. Uh, Tim Curry, I do remember that this uh, clue because I think there's like three different like clues. I there's three different endings, maybe four different endings. I don't know. 
it was a good. Um, I liked it. What would you give it if you remember? If you remember it, what would you give it? I can't. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, really enough to give it. What his score? Well, the audience said that they liked it more than Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. <laughs> 8.5 over it instead of 8.2. Yeah. I actually think that's fair because I actually think that Clue might have won an award. I mean, that Clue was intelligent humor. Yes. And um, I don't know that I want to rewatch Clue, whereas I've seen Ace Ventura probably like 15 times. But that's uh, that's also the thing behind Clue. It's, it's the same thing as playing the board game. Like once yeah. you... Yeah, you don't... You can't see it again because you know the ending. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a thriller or an action movie. It's a thinker. But and, it's a, it's a funny you, thinker, yeah, though. And there's and, not a lot of funny thinkers. And you've thunk. You've thunk it all. So yeah. you're done. Uh, the, the meta score on that was 36. Lower than Ace Ventura. Lower than Ace Ventura. So the critics hated it even more. So I don't, I don't know why. I think it's a, a lot of these movies on this list where... And I think it's, it's the, the thing that critics do is they take these poignant and powerful and emotional movies and those are the only ones that win awards ever well when we get to the critics loved list then then we're gonna really question that yeah that's true uh final destination frankie now you've seen that one what would you give that one five damn he didn't really like it Still better than what the Metascore was. (laughs) The audience gave it a 7.2 and the Metascore was 36. So you still liked it more than the critics did, but not nearly as much as the audience did. So so the next one, I, I get it. I I get why. (laughs) Happy Gilmore, Frankie. (laughs) See, he's smiling. That's how you know it was a good movie. When you're remembering the movie. Yeah, like the moment I thought about it, I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah, ten, One, two, ten again. Ten? Yeah, I I think ten is fair. Yeah, I've I think Happy Gilmore. I see signs in stores. I see signs everywhere that are quotes from Happy Gilmore. Yep, it's iconic. Go home. <laughs> Don't you want to go home? <laughs> so the audience gave it a nine point oh, which is pretty good for an audience. It's yeah. Amazing. Uh, the critics gave it a thirty one, the lowest <laughs> one on the list. That we have. It's garbage. It is kind of a garbage movie. <laughs> it's that's yeah. But once again, it's it's that's kind of what it was going for. That's kind was, of all of Adam Sandler's movies are silly. Yeah, his production company does not try to like it's win Grammys that, or Happy, Ma- or, or what, Happy Madison. Know, or what is it? Happy Madison films. Yeah, Emmys? except for Click. Click was trying to be one of those okay. movies. It was trying to be emotional. Yeah, and there were he some learned. funny funny parts in it, and it just yeah. He did learn because he came back and started making dorky movies yeah. again. Uh, Frankie, have you seen Predator? Yeah. So you remember Arnold? <laughs> yeah. Get to the chopper. Um, audience gave it an 8.5. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I don't really care for the Alien or Predator movies, but they are entertaining. I will say because, well, I mean... I'm this gonna, is, I mean, the Predator is Predator very was different award than winning, Predator 2. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was award-winning, I'm pretty sure. Because the, the the actor that was the predator, like they had to find that dude. Yeah. Because he had they needed to find a guy that was that height. It was so different. I mean, I don't think he won awards for heightness, but I think no. he won awards for, for the drama of the hunt. 
between these two things. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. It's, it's how, I think it's like how we view ourselves when we're hunting animals. Yeah. But but when we're being hunted. Yep. And that's why it wins awards. Yeah. Yep. Um, It got an 8.5 from the audience, which I think is fair. Yeah. I think it's pretty fair. Uh, The meta though was 36. So it seems like critics just in this era, a lot of these are from this era. Yeah. I, I bet if you explained before they watch the movie, you're like, hey, this is this is a movie that is really about flipping the narrative. Imagine if you gave the deer a gun. <laughs> and then, a really powerful right? gun. If you frame it for the cre- the critic before, they won't be able to get that out of their head. And they'll be like, this is so smart. <laughs> like a doe, but a deer, <laughs> a female. Oh, God, it's got a gun! <laughs> Uh, the next one, this one pissed me off. I am very curious if Frankie has even seen this movie. I, I am too, but this one also pissed me off. All right. Scrooged. Have you seen Scrooged, Frankie? This is with the actor from Ghostbuster. Bill Murray. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with actor name, guys. Sounds familiar. See? I gotta, make, I sure, I gotta make sure it's Bill Murray now. I so I, I watched Scrooged. Every year around Christmas time, every year. So I've I've seen it probably like I don't know eighteen or twenty. Has times. it come on like TV? Oh yeah. Oh, it's come on TV so many. And I've times. probably it was, seen it. it. Was Bill Murray, I just yeah. Bill, Bill Murray is like a uh, TV he? executive, and he's and he tells like somebody to like staple antlers to a mouse's head to put to put, to make them because uh, he's like evil. He's like the evil corporate so, executive. Yeah. So Scrooge is basically a retelling of the old a Christmas story, a Christmas Carol. So he gets visited by the ghosts of past, present, and future. But it's a modern spin on it. And he's an executive and he's an asshole. And um, you know what's funny? I love Bill Murray and I I like a lot of the movies he's been in. But the most memorable part of this movie for me was Bobcat Goldthwait. (laughs) And that's the guy that's like, ah, you know, he's got the really weird, annoying voice. He's he's in the movie and he tries to kill him at the very end. That's pretty funny. Uh, Scrooge got a 9.5 from the audience. It is a Christmas staple. This is a beloved movie. Yeah, for a lot of people. The meta was a 38. Jesus. These these critics are just like... Now, I'm wondering if the critics gave it a, that low of a score because of um, the costuming design or the graphics. Or I, I feel like this is a very kind of mainstream movie. It does not feel like an indie movie. It doesn't feel like a new direction it feels great. I mean, I I love this kind of straightforward movie where the visuals are good. And I just feel like, um, yeah, I, I kind of get why critics would not like it. But but and here's the thing, though. Is like, like I said, there's a lot of uh, critics that would only give awards or high scores to movies that are emotional. This movie yes. had a very emotional part in it. Very um, emotional. It it did, but it was, it was done in a funny way. So... I just, I just think, I what, think you're right that the are critics we thinking were of the same part. I mean, the whole movie. I, no, I mean, the, remember the kid. The kid. That's the part I'm talking about. The kid who didn't, who couldn't talk, and then was so, you know, enamored yeah, but, by the Christmas spirit that he said, "God bless us." But everyone. there's movies that don't have the funny that still have the like weep in your pillow moments, so, Green Mile and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm curious what they gave that, but I, I think at this time critics were very rough. On movies, they were. probably lo- too rough. A lot of these movies, I think, a lot of these movies were around the same time. Yeah. And so I brought one more into a more modern setting. It's still pretty old, but... Go, Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> Mark 5, I think it was. 
No, the Japanese go muck muck muck. Oh, go muck muck muck. <laughs> We're talking about Speed Racer. <laughs> so, I think the Wachowski brothers did this one. I actually uh, sisters really brother and sister. Yeah. I don't know. I actually enjoyed the movie. Yeah, and a lot of the audience did. That's the point. <laughs> not not a lot of them though. Like like okay. Not as much as the other beloved movie. Yeah. This is not a beloved movie. This is just a good movie. I know it. I do. Like, I actually, like, how I got into anime was uh, Speed Racer. I really... So, watching the movie and seeing its uh, wonky craziness was cool. But at the same time, the graphics and parts of it were a little too... Trippy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was before we started smoking weed. <laughs> Uh, All the, right, so movies critics love. Wait, wait, wait. We have to go to the oh. score. Audience gave it a seven. Oh, sorry, 8. yeah, yep, a seven point eight. Seven point eight. That's not that bad. And That's that, all close to close. I to think it's fair. I think it's a very fair score. And the critics gave it a thirty-seven. Yeah, I I, I totally get it. I mean, I think it's kind it, of a popcorn. It was, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's not even a, popcorn. It's not even necessarily a great movie. But and the the mm-hmm. only thing I think that was missing from that movie was. Um, the speed racer trope the one that everybody knows speed racer for the trope where he's talking and he's doing the thing and his mouth is moving but words are coming out really fast and he's just blah, 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 blah. they didn't do that in the movie but it's i guess it'd be kind of hard to do that all right so we're flipping the script now critics loved these movies and games in this category i put some games because i just felt like some of them were necessary to talk about yeah. uh jeez <laughs> so when i said you hinted at it earlier charlie and the chocolate factory is this the which one, one? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, not Willy Wonka, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So this is Johnny so, okay, Depp. So this is wait, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is with Johnny Depp. Yes. Oh, um. seems like it happens every time. We just we get going, and then our, our guest interview shows up. So yeah, sorry about that, guys. We had an interview show up. Yeah. That we're gonna get to in a, in about well a few minutes. Yeah, about ten minutes. But, yeah. Um. So we were talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and this is the one with Johnny Depp. So this is okay. All right. I didn't like it. I hated it. Yeah. I, I it was, was going to say one. <laughs> I was going to I didn't hate like, it that much. <laughs> I, I really didn't like it. <laughs> it was very bad. When you're, especially when it's a remake and you're comparing it to the other movie that it was trying to be, it was yeah. awful. Yeah. It was, it just got way too wonky. It, like, it really just seemed like it was just, let's be as crazy as possible. To whereas, yes, I feel like Willy Wonka was like, that was the kind of theme with the Chocolate Factory. But like their their whole rendition to me seemed like it was just like let's make it seem like everybody's on an acid trip <laughs> because we were when we made it. So uh, audience score gave it a six point oh. Uh, meta score was seventy two. Why? Because uh, it looked good and it had Johnny I don't Depp. No, why? That's maybe because it because Johnny Depp. Maybe. Yeah, we can't give Johnny. Depp He's a, a beloved score. actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We had to bring this one up because you talked about it last week with Shazam. <laughs> Spy Kids. See, one through ten, Frankie. Five. <laughs> Pretty close. <And> that's, <laughs> yeah, audience score is five point two on that one. Yeah, the critics gave it a seven point two or seventy two. Um, for again, I don't know why. This isn't one of those ones too that wasn't really poignant or there was yeah. nothing emotional. Didn't even about. have Taylor Lautner yet. <laughs> um. Next movie is a very emotional, gripping movie. I am surprised by this. I'm very surprised. I don't even understand. I, I think I was surprised by this, the scores themselves, which is why I put it on this list. Do you remember the movie Babe? 
Oh, the pig movie? Yeah, the pig movie. Yeah. Didn't I love like that movie. One through ten. Um, seven. Seven. I would probably give it an eight. Not that I want to watch it again. <laughs> but, I mean, because there's a difference, right? I'm just rating the quality of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I... And I that doesn't mean I want to watch it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I uh, I liked it, and I do remember. I mean, it literally holds one of my favorite quotes ever. That'll do, pig. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How can you have a movie yeah. that has this, that everybody knows that phrase, and yet the audiences supposedly gave it a 5.2? What the hell's going on? Well, and you know what's funny? I think it falls in the same line of uh, that we said last week as well in the last podcast where we were like, that is a very good movie that someone else is going to go watch. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, and the critics gave it an 8.3, which that'll do, pig. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't even... The movie was good. I just don't think it, it, it was going to be award-winning. It or was anything. no Charlotte's Web. Let's, let's just say that. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have three left we want to go over real quick. All right. um, the last three are games. Okay. And this one is very important because I had to put it in the list for Rich. Rich, yep. Mass Effect 3. Yep. So here's the thing. I, I think that you thought that I would give it a different score, but actually I would give it a 7 out of 10. That's fair. I like the game. I, I, I played through the whole game. If I did not like the game, I would not have finished the game. I loved God of War. I have not finished that game. I love Spider-Man. I have not finished that game. But Mass Effect 3, I finished it. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I'm sorry. I was thinking Mass Effect Andromeda. Actually, Mass Effect 3? What the hell, people? <laughs> Mass Effect 3, easily a 9. I loved that game. I loved the ship. I loved the... Um, and actually, I, I, I didn't like Mass Effect 2 a little bit because... Um, no, no, no. Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 1 is the one where I just kind of felt like, what are these side missions? They're kind of garbage. And, yeah. I, and then I ended up skipping a lot of them. But yeah. Mass Effect 3, I like the whole game. Why did people... I agree with the, the, I, I feel the like, Metacritics, Metacritics yeah. here. I feel like um, this one and the next one we will talk about, both were subject to what we call now review bombing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. I liked the game... A big problem I had with the game was what a lot of other people had was the ending. And that's yeah. why it got bombed so bad. But another one I had an issue with was, do you remember the, the I think it was the alien, the one that looks most like a, a generic type of alien. It's like Morden or I think, I forget, I forgot his name. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was my favorite character in the whole series. Okay. And no matter which path you took in that game, he dies. Oh. And it pissed me off because I wanted to save him. Because he was my favorite, and I there was it. no path to save. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's fair. Because how much more meaningful is it? When, this is true. When you feel you kind of have a when you go character. through the other way, and you're like, okay, I'm going to save him. He still dies. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, Frankie, this is your territory now. Ooh. DM. Oh wait, 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 wait. Before you say, audience gave uh, Mass Effect five point five. Ma- uh, Metacritic score was ninety three. Mm-hmm. which i agree with i i i, I, I kind of go both ways like it was good i liked it i didn't like the ending and i didn't like the fact you can't see the guy i did not like the ending but again uh, i think most people who review bombed it never even beat the game so they just what heard, do i care about their opinion? they heard from other people that the ending was bad and exactly like, i have to say it's bad uh dmc devil may cry not not the original devil may cry but the new rebooted one called the dmc what did you think about it? Did you like the game? Seven. Yeah. 
I liked it purely if they if they, I, w- I would give it a like great 10 out of 10 rating purely if it wasn't called Devil May Cry. If it I, had no reference to I Devil May Cry. 100% agree. And this is exactly what I was saying. I feel like this one was also review bombed because if it had dropped the Devil May Cry title and just had DMC and people couldn't figure out what it meant, which I'm sure people would have, um, they would have given it a bigger score. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of people were like, this isn't my Dante, this isn't my Sparta, this isn't it's, my... Yeah, it's... <sighs> but it's a good game. It's fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed playing it. It's just, when I think of Dante or the other characters um, that they were trying to have them relate to, yeah. not not what I wanted. And I think that was the issue. They were trying to make a spinoff of characters that we know of, and people were mad that it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point. It wasn't supposed to be the same. Yeah. You're making a new story with <laughs> these. It's just like, why? Then why didn't you just completely just reboot it? Like, or, or, or I mean, completely just make a new game, just yeah. a new concept. Even if it would have been similar, people would have been like, would probably have been like, wow, this is just Devil May Cry. But you wouldn't be like, wow, that's a crappy game. I would have looked at those people who were like, wow, that's just Devil May Cry. I'd be like, uh, yeah, it's still fun. Here's I the still problem. enjoy it. The problem is, is that publishers will throw $50 million at making a, a sequel. Game. Yeah. But when it's a new franchise, they're like, no, let an indie studio make it and then we'll buy them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, score on that was 5.1 from the audience. <sighs> I don't think it deserved that score. And I also, I also think that what game was review bombed. A lot of people were mad that it wasn't their Dante, it wasn't their Sparta, so they just gave it the worst review that they could. But what did the critics give it? The Medic score was an 86. Wow, that's good. I'm glad that it got that. And, well, I mean, one half, yeah, the critics gave it a good score, but the audience apparently didn't like it. Or at least they say they didn't like it. I don't know. I liked it. Uh, and the last one, because we were talking about it last week, Assassin's Creed Unity. You're the expert on Assassin's Creed here, Frankie, because I don't know shit about this one. I don't even know which one this is. Oh, this, this is, is the set... one with the glitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is set in the French Revolution. Yeah, but this is the one when it launched. Uh, people's faces weren't there. This is the one we called Anthemed. They anthemed the game. <laughs> Sorry, EA. But yeah, this, this one, this one, like. Because <sighs> it's Ubisoft. I no, you I'm know EA for Anthem. Oh, no. I this was around the time that I started giving up because I wanted to play this game. I wanted it to succeed because it had multiplayer assassination like abilities and stuff, and then you could play. And I'll give it this: I stopped playing it, and I didn't play it. Uh, continued, and I didn't go back to it. But I had friends that did go back to it and said when it finally had all its bugs worked out. Yep. At the end of it, it was a great game. Well, that's good because there's games that don't do that. And Fallout 76 is still a trash game. So. And that's why when game companies like uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, originally it was supposed to be out this month. Yeah. I, I am I am 99% sure that I saw a release date for April. And then suddenly we did an episode and I looked it up and it was like, wait, it's going to be in 2019 sometime. And I was like, wait, what? What happened to it? It had a month. Yeah. And now it's been you know re-released as July. Yep. Do it, people. Do not release a bad game. Yeah, if your yeah, game please. has issues and you know it does. Yep. And this is the other thing too is I don't see enough games beta testing. I mean, one one per They're one game alone. Yeah, they need to do an open beta. Test their servers. Test their glitches. Have other people do it. Open it for a trial run and just let people try. What to are you break saying, the game. 
Um, wow, I just hardcore brain, brain farted. <laughs> right, well, the thing about it, this is what I really, really dislike about any beta you can pay to get into because people think they're betaing okay. the game, but it's not. It's actually a soft launch and they'll report bugs and none of the bugs will be released. How could they? Because the, the paid beta will be three months before and it takes longer than that to get it in the pipeline. You got to get it in like six months out. So the beta would have to be six months before the final launch. And then all the bugs would have to be found in the first like two months. And then anything else found will not be fixed because that's how programming works. I run a development company. That's how programming works. You cannot put out, you maybe small fixes like, oh, thanks for reporting that typo. We fixed the typo. Maybe. But even that, it's hard to get it out. So it is April 17th, 2019. How long has Fortnite been out? A while, right? right. Yeah, it's a while. It's been a long while. I believe the last time I saw it, it still says early access on it. It doesn't say it's the full game yet. It's it's that's You can blame Google for that. Because <laughs> no, Gmail mean, was in, in a beta for like 10 years or something like it's that. It's probably still in beta. It might still be in beta. Um, so the audience score, what do you think it was, Frankie? I'll give you a hint, a small hint. It's the worst score on this list. Two. Close. Three. <laughs> yeah. And the meta score was 70. Yeah, because like I, I can see why. Because at the end of the game, I, I did hear it was a great game. I heard the multiplayer was probably one of the coolest things that could have, could have come out of Assassin's Creed. And as, as I think that's great. But like uh, touching back on the subject, the one uh, comment that I was going to say, one game that did it so well, uh, you may still have glitches. Uh, I haven't played it yet because I haven't had the time. Kingdom Hearts. How many years? How, how many? A long time. Yeah. And they released it Very and long. people were extremely happy no matter what. Mm -hmm. There was people that were like, I'm pissed off. But guess what you did? You still went out to go buy <laughs> still it. still bought it. Let's see, and what I what I have a problem with, I haven't beat uh, Kingdom Hearts yet because I'm still having glitches. Imagine that on mine. But I think it's just my PlayStation. I don't think it's the game. Hmm. I've had other, other glitches happen. But um, I'm having a problem with the story on that one. There's some stuff I don't like about it. But on the flip side, it is still a fun game. Yeah. It's still yeah. super fun. So it, it's ultimately like, I think our message to like developers is just... Please, yeah. Our message to Please critics in general is find the critic you mesh up with well. So yep. if you know you like Rotten Tomatoes or you know Josh Bell hates everything. Don't just look at their scores. That's not the point. Yes. They're, they're not paid for the score. They're paid for that like three or to five paragraph review. And that's what the trolls know. The trolls know you're going to go look yep. at the score and that's it. And that's why Borderlands got review bombed because it's an epic store launch. Who cares? You don't rate, You can't rate a game especially borderlands itself when it was such so, then, high, so highly rated I, i'm i'm waiting for like some of these hardcore fans or critics to start like review bombing uh all the japanese games that only come out in japan or all the korean games that only come out in korea or all these games that only come out if they don't come out on steam then how could they review bomb them well like go to you the web write an angry article about it go to amazon or something i don't <laughs> yeah, know maybe all right so we uh we end up every episode a certain way Yes, a certain way. We asked you last week a really interesting question, and it's going to get even more interesting. Yeah. Uh, last week, we asked, would you rather visit Wonderland or Oz? Wow. 
You put a really funny gif in there. <laughs> wow. Thank you. I, do I was my like, best. what is she doing right here? Yeah. If you, if you saw the post, uh, the gif is up there. Um, surprisingly, I actually thought more people would have said Wizard of Oz, but no, uh, Wonderland won 61% to 39. People like their acid trips. <laughs> people like their Cheshire Man, cat. I mean, both of these worlds are very dangerous. Yeah. They're very dangerous. But if you read the books, Oz is a horrible place. Yeah. Oz is a really horrible place. I guess place. we didn't take that into account. <laughs> yeah. So maybe these people have read more of these books than we expected. And um, we kind of left Frankie out in the dark for this week's Would You Rather. No, I, I, I saw it. Uh, did I you? Sp- okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not even, it's, I don't even know, I don't even know how to, con, con, <laughs> just just tell them, okay, just tell so them. So this is not a standard would you rather question, but I thought we'd have a little fun this week with a, with a very strange one. It's a simple yes or no question. So you can say yes, you can say no on the post. Is a hot dog a taco? I'm fine. So or better yet, or is a... You is, a, say, so is a burger a sandwich? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is a taco a hot dog or is a hot dog a taco? Which one? Which, <laughs> which one is the ruler? Which so one overrules? That that's our question for now. I'm really curious to see what uh and if you guys do vote on our on the Facebook page, please like put a comment or something and say why you think I'm, a hot dog is a taco. <laughs> this I, and we'll be back next week to make our cases on why yes or no. And I'm sure at least one of us is going to have a differing opinion. So it should be a, an interesting debate. Um, on that note. Probably uh, the most intense debate we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, I know. We've, asked, such- we've asked Marvel questions in DC and DC. So you want to talk about our guest uh, that's going to be on our next episode? The next episode. Um, yeah. His name's uh, Jason Golden. Pretty cool guy. Yeah. And, you know, he, he founded some stuff. He did some things. He's kind of charitable. I like to. I like to always have cooler people in our podcast than us. So yeah, so and I'm just qualifies. trying to. I'm trying to hint at what he does without saying it until you actually go listen to. The you know, it, it'll be yeah, it'll be real critical if you tell people what he does. <laughs> you don't even care, do you? Uh, comics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all the hints. <laughs> That's all we can do today, folks. <laughs> See you next. <laughs> yeah, all right. If you guys like the podcast, give us a review on Smash Bomb. If you guys want to buy stuff and help Frankie get some more ramen, uh, go to Patreon. Yeah, my beef box is about to run out. <laughs> Darksidecookies.net. Find all our merch. If you're in Vegas in the next two weeks, well, not in the next two weeks. If you're in Vegas in two weeks and you're going to level up, meet us there. We have a pretty interesting thing going on. Not just pretty interesting, really interesting. A whole booth. So. A whole booth with, yeah. with bugs. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to give more hints, but yeah. That's just, it. Just kind of see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go do all those things. Like we said, do it because I said so, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys.